bro, two hours later, I get a message. Dude, it is spelled wrong, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, put two, I put two L's. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Tito here. And Joe. And welcome to another episode of the Maintain the Design podcast. Today, we have a really special guest here, um, a friend of mine from way back. Um, he's one of the most creative and best tattoo artists that I know personally, Justin Rebo. How you doing, bro? I'm good. Thanks to you, my brother. Thanks for having me on. Nah, awesome, bro. Um, we spoke earlier off air. I was, I was telling you how um, a couple of years ago I had a radio show. Yeah. And I remember at that time I wanted to have you on the show, um, but it didn't really materialize. So I'm glad that we actually finally have an opportunity to talk. Yeah, it's all good, bro. Everything happens as it should in this life, eh? <laughs> yeah, definitely, bro. Definitely. Um, so how you been, bro? Like, what's been going on? Um, I haven't seen you for a long time, actually. Yeah. But... Um, I've obviously been checking you out on social media, like the stuff that you're doing with regards to your craft, you know, and just the life that you've been living. And bro, honestly, I won't lie. This is like one of the happiest I've actually seen you. Yeah, that's that's true, bro. Like, look, uh, the general topic of conversation uh, these days is how crap lockdown is and this, that and the next thing. But for me, you know, this lockdown's actually been really good for me in the sense it's, you know, I've really found uh, the opportunity to just focus on my career and just follow something I'm really deeply passionate about. And, uh, you know, by the grace of God, it's been very fruitful, you know? Yeah. 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 Would you say a lot more people are getting tattoos now uh, during lockdown? <laughs> yeah, bro. Uh, the thing is for me, I, I've, it's, I wouldn't call it a tactic, but it's, uh, I try not to make my prices too high, like my rates. So, that way um, uh, people can afford it because you know everyone's struggling financially at the moment so i i put my my rates uh it's to to a price where people can afford and therefore i'm also getting a lot more clientele so i'm tattooing more often whereas if i was to make my my rates high not many people can afford it and then i'm tattooing maybe two three times a week as opposed to six to seven days a week you know so it's working out for both parties yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no that makes a lot of sense and like has the rate of like the number of people actually coming in to get tattoos reduced or like has it no, stayed bro, more or less it's, the same based on like your your pricing yeah it's dude it's it's consistent bro it's consistent you know it's not to uh a, be brag or sound vain or full of myself or anything, but I've actually had to uh, like stop, like not take bookings, like uh, like this week, uh, for example, just to like give myself a bit of a break, you know, because you know, in anything, you can burn yourself out if you just don't rest. Rest is one of the most important things uh, we need to do. Always yeah. Yeah, and considering that, you know, it's it's a very physical uh, exercise. I mean, you have to ch touch your client. Uh, with regards to COVID, are you experiencing any problems or it's business as usual? 
Uh, look, thankfully, we haven't picked up any issues with COVID, but uh, obviously we the, the studio I'm in is, uh, we follow the protocols. And, you know, COVID, with or without COVID, you know, a tattoo shop uh, run well is as clean as a doctor's office anyway, you know, because you're working with blood and mm-hmm. uh, that kind of stuff. So hygiene is top priority. Mm. And, bro, um. When we, when we opened up this conversation, you said that um, you're really in a great place at the moment. Like, I think you and I have, long, have known each other for a very long time and we've, we've seen each other at the lowest of the low. You know what I'm saying? Ha, that's um, for sure, bro. Yeah. So, like, what actually caused the change, bro? Because you're like a new man now, you know? Yeah. So, I just want to know, like, what, what actually happened and how did you get to the point where you're at now? Yeah, bro. So... Look, uh, I'm what I'm turning 27 next month, and um, you know I, I fell into the partying lifestyle, and uh, you know drugs and alcohol from the age of 16, and I kind of just you know went deeper and deeper and deeper into that, and yeah. I didn't have any direction or priority in life, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. I I spent so much time and energy into people and places that didn't care for my well-being and I was pushing away my family and the people who did actually care and I was just destroying myself Mm. and I I literally just uh, two years ago I reached the end of myself you know and that's when I I realized you know I can't I can't keep living the lifestyle I was living I was either gonna go to jail kill get myself killed or end up killing someone else you know what i mean so yeah, yeah bro, and, and if we're being real uh, i found god bro I, and i didn't find yeah, i yeah. didn't find god in a church building i didn't find god through a pastor i found god on my knees alone in my room on the verge of suicide i cried out to him and i found him bro crazy crazy that's crazy bro yeah dude and like you know obviously you can't just you know if you get saved born again and all that it doesn't just end there you know Mm. you've got to bring your part so bro i had to stop hanging around the same people i was hanging around with i had to stop going to the same parties i was going uh around and i just had to really just drown and suffocate my life of all the the negativity and the poison in my life and yeah. I live a pretty simple, chilled life at the moment, bro. Like I don't, you know, I just I go to work, I go to the gym every day. I come home to my girlfriend. We watch movies, we cook. Um, you know, we uh, an outing will be to go and have lunch somewhere or the movies. And bro, I'm so fine with that, dude. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and how's that transition? You know, when when you have a certain uh, network and a certain group of friends and like you say, you find Jesus and you're trying to do a whole switch up, a 360. Now, there's still people in your life who expect you to be there. You know, They still invite you. How's, how's yeah. that adaptation? Oh, look, bro. Uh, it's, it also it made me realize definitely that uh, who was my real friends and who wasn't. Because mm-hmm. you know, when things are going well and uh, people are on a level, then everyone's brothers and sisters and best friends and they'll do anything for you. But when your back's against the wall and you really need, truly you need help, then there's no one there, bro. And I also came to that realization. So, yeah, bro, you know, I have no problem with, uh, you know, like maybe letting people down uh, if it's, 
if it's going to come at the cost of uh, your sanity. Yeah, my sanity, you know, and I'm not going to ruin my conscience to be culturally or socially relevant to anyone. Yeah, bro. And I think, like, definitely because um, even myself, like, towards the end of uh, last year into this year, I've also been on a journey of redefining myself and trying to change for the better. Yeah. And bro, it's definitely not an easy road. Like, like you yeah. said, it's, sometimes it's even lonely. You know, yeah. I don't know if you, if you got, if you felt like that in the like initial phases. But. Dude, more than anything, bro. And the thing is like, also what, what, what was the biggest struggle for me was I was always afraid to, like I hated being alone with my own thoughts. Scary. That's why I would always, you know, want to be in a social environment because yeah. and just numb what I'm truly feeling with uh, the drugs and the alcohol. But I, I remember having a thought that I sat in my room the one night and I said, you know, I'm always around people, yet I feel so alone. Yeah. You know, because none of these, no one's here with me knowing what I'm going through, what I'm feeling through. You know, it's all just everyone's just mm-hmm. chasing mm-hmm. the good time. And trying to numb and suppress the issues of everyday life, you know, the, their family, their relationships, the issues at work. And the weekend comes and you just try and numb it out. You waste all this money. You wake up uh, just to pee it in the toilet the next day. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro, look, I'm not, I'm, I'm not uh, trying to uh, jump on you and say, you know, judge anyone or say well, your lifestyle's wrong because I'm never in that no, position. but. Definitely. The thing is, bro, like, you know, it's just if, you've, if you're going to have a good time, bro, you just need to not make it the, the lord of your life. You know what I mean? Facts. Yeah. Facts. And you know what's scary? You know what's scary about a point that you made there, bro, about um, how you try to numb the pain or, like, avoid your problems by, by being in social spaces yeah. and um, drinking alcohol? Like, bro, even things that people, like, generally think are positive things um, – can end up being vices as well. I feel like as men, we, we need to deal with our issues head on and, and not try to mask them with with things, you know, yeah, whether dude. people think they're good or bad, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, but you guys can just tell me if I'm wrong, but I think, you know, in the, in the South African context, we use substances and substance is an umbrella term for, you know, alcohol, whatever drugs, whatever yeah, drugs you can sure. think of. Mm-hmm. And we, we use it as a recreational uh, thing you know it's, it's that thing that brings us together so i'm going to chill with my mates and, and have a braai what are we going to do drink yeah uh, after a hard week at work what am i going to do drink so it, it's it's really more of a social construct and perhaps we need a bit of you know uh realigning our, our uh, cultural shift to put it that way i, I don't know if, yeah. if i'm making but do you think that's the it's a cultural thing or a societal thing? What why do you think there's such a high dependency on alcohol, especially South Africa? Yeah, it's crazy, bro. Like, you know, there's a saying that, that goes around. I've heard, you know, I need a personality, so let me have a, a drink or two, you know. Yeah. Me yeah. personally, mm-hmm. I would go somewhere and I would have to, you know, I'd 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 feel so awkward and not know what to do with myself if I don't have like a drink in my hand or a cigarette to like keep my, my hands and mouth busy. And you just get forced, you get backed into that corner. And it's like, you know, if I'm the only one at this party not drinking, then I'm the odd one out. But it shouldn't be like yeah, that, you know, yeah. like 
why can't people why can't we come together and uh you know uh, hang out with friends family whoever like why do we need to get beside ourselves to have a good time you know it's it's crazy yeah bro. yeah yeah i'd actually like i'd actually be interested to like for someone to do a case study on that on where this comes from because surely like it stems from somewhere yeah there's a specific reason there's a specific yeah. reason and there's a there's a culture that was literally cultivated long time ago you know so yeah i'd definitely be interested to to know where it comes from because that's also linked to like gender-based violence and suicide big and time, bro. Big time. a whole lot of other things that are happening in our country yeah you know? and so yeah and if you just consider what's what's been happening lately, I mean, the outrage, the absolute outrage in this country when alcohol was banned, it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And and if you consider, look, we, we have political scandals, we have politicians looting, we have like gender-based violence, like you're saying, there's so many things wrong in this country, but the outrage towards the, the ban of yeah. alcohol was insane. Yeah, so, yeah that was crazy. That's yeah. crazy. That just tells us as, as a society, there's so much that we still need to uh, realign, refix, mm. and just have, have these conversations openly. So yeah. this, is, this is a good start. This is a good start. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. But bro, you know what I realized is that uh, coming back to your point of all the things going on in the country and in the world for that matter, I've realized people if it doesn't directly inconvenience you, you don't yeah. really care about it. True. No, not people all. can not post all. all these posts and memes and all this that they want, pretending to care when they actually don't. You know, people just want to feel like they're part of something. Everyone's just complaining about this, so let me also complain. But you actually don't really care. Because most people don't even know what they're standing up for. You know what I mean? And it's if, if it doesn't directly inconvenience me, why should I care? You know, that's the attitude most people yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, Bro, you know what's crazy about that? Like, when you look at, like, trends on social media, right? Yeah. So, let's say, for example, like, um, you remember the, the Beirut blast that happened, like, a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I was talking to someone, and they were like, yeah, why the hell are, like, South Africans saying pray for Beirut? I didn't even see any of the people saying this, say, uh, pray for Zimbabwe and stuff. Yeah. And to me... In my head, I was like, as humanity, we've lost our sense of empathy around situations. True. Like, we always look at like, so you look at all the factors around the situation before deciding whether or not you sh- should feel empathetic or not. Yeah. But then when it comes to like um, gossip or receiving information, we, 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 we don't use that same um, Energy, critical thinking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the same yeah. critical thinking to be like, let me actually contextualize the situation yeah. and then make a decision. But like we we always just we we reactive we are re- we reactive society and we just react to what everybody else is doing you exactly know? bro and it's uh, do yeah. you think do you, do you think it's it's also a guilt thing like uh, I don't want to seem like the only person who doesn't care about this so let me just post now so no one's like on my case yeah you know? yeah. yeah I think it is I it's think it is and some some somewhat maybe not everyone but there is to a degree you know. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. There's, there's certainly a massive percentage that I'm doing it because the next person is doing it, or what yeah. will they think if I'm not participating in this hashtag trend? Yeah. Um, and Justin, as a, as a tattoo artist, would you, how many pieces do you do that are like meaningful? For instance, considering what's happening right now in the world, do you, do people, your clients come to you and say, listen, 
I'm, I'm, uh, what, what's happening in Syria has touched me to a point that I want to put this on my flesh. Do you ever get those uh, situations? Yeah, look, bro, I've had, I've had actually a few meaningful, you know, most people look for meaning behind their tattoos. I, yeah, I've probably, I'm covered in tattoos and I, I just, I just appreciate the art, you know, yeah, most of yeah. them don't have meaning, but you, that's why I like the small, the small little 30 minute ones I do can have so much meaning to someone. Yeah. That's why I make sure to put as much love, care and attention into a little quote as I would to like a, a sleeve, you know, yeah. because it, that, yeah, that yeah. means something to someone. Like I, I had, I won't mention his name, but he, his friend passed away. Okay. Uh, in a tragic accident, they, they were longboarding and they, he, he got pulled behind a car and he hit his head and he went to hospital and he died in hospital. Whoa. And that same, that's, yeah, that same day, that same day, he came into this tattoo shop to, you know, get a, a tattoo for his, um, for his friend. And it was like the New York skyline. And uh, the yeah. guy's name and initials because they planned they were going to go to New York and, you know, chase their dreams uh, together and all that. Yeah. And yeah, uh, it's crazy, bro. Like I can almost – obviously because my hands are on the person's body and I can yeah. feel – it's almost like I can feel their pain. I can feel their emotion gets transferred through my hands, bro. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. yeah. And, uh, yeah, bro, and it's like – you know, he was, he just broke down after I was done. And, you know, for me to get all weird and be like, oh, bro, just pay me my money and go, you know, I, I embraced him. And it was, it was tragic what happened, but it was just a beautiful moment that uh, uh, being a tattoo artist, you know, it's, you really form bonds and connections with people because you leave a piece of each other, you know, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. after the, the whole thing's done. So it's, Crazy. that's what's a pretty cool, yeah. Crazy. That's intense, bro. Yeah. And bro, um, like I've seen, obviously I've seen like your tattoo journey, especially like the ink on, on your body as well. Like I've seen it grow as years go by. Yeah. You know, um, where would you say like, um, your love for, for, for this craft, um, came from and where did it start? Can you talk us a little through like the, yeah, the journey sure, bro. So, and how you gotcha? So I've actually always wanted, I've, I've wanted to be a tattoo artist since I was in primary school, bro and what? Uh, yeah <laughs> that's crazy I, obviously I, I always liked art um i was big into graffiti um you know always vandalizing things drawing all over desks i mean you know from i high definitely school. remember that <laughs> definitely <laughs> was practice, that was practice. Yeah. and i just always thought it was like such a badass career you know like yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, like that's sick you know and um yeah, I got an opportunity to start an apprenticeship. I think it was about four years ago. But obviously, I was still uh, into drugs and all of that. And, you know, if, if that's the lifestyle, you, you, you like substance abuse, no matter what it is, it can even, mm -hmm. it can be woman, it can be sugar, it can be caffeine, it can be alcohol, drugs, whatever. You know, it's... Yeah, yeah. You, that's where your focus is, bro. And you can't, you can't, you can't live a productive lifestyle. So it just fell apart. And yeah. uh, for, you know, the years after that, it just, I lost my, my motivation and my drive for it because it's like now I've tried to pursue my dream and I failed. I failed myself. Yeah. So it really got me down and I just became worse. So I, mm -hmm. I was fortunate enough to um, 
my my tattoo artist Philip Wells. He he's been tattooing me since I was literally seventeen years old, bro. He's done all my tattoos. Crazy. Till today. Yeah, bro. And he's actually yeah. my mentor now at the moment. Thank you, right? Yeah, yeah, bro. So he he just phoned me one day. He's like, "Yo, dude, we starting a new shop. Do you want to come and be my apprentice? You know, I know how much you love uh, the industry. I know how much you love art, and I know how much you want to be an artist, bro. And it's almost like God just put that opportunity into my lap, bro. Because mm. the job I was at was going under, bro. Because the um, the people running it were just, just uh, you know, taking the company's money and spending it for their own gain. So the whole company was crumbling apart, and I was was on the brink of being without work. And it just, bro, it's just the timing was perfect. And yeah, I haven't looked back, bro. Yeah, it's, that's crazy. Crazy how these things work themselves out. It's crazy. Yeah. And with regards to the South African context, bro, like how how big is the scene? You know, in America, we 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 see it's 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 a massive industry. You know, we have yeah. multi millionaires uh, coming out from this industry, and its influence on culture as a whole. How how would you compare the scene here in SA? Yeah, look, bro, like all my the tattoo artists I absolutely look up to are all from either America or Europe. Um, so I, I definitely think in terms of like tattoo, tattooing and the, st- the different styles, there's also, there's a trend to it. You know, you get different styles, like your, your realism, your American traditional, your geometric, uh, you know, shapes, your black work, yeah. your stylized things, you know, and the trends that start over there only come here, like much later, like everything, you know, like the, the mm-hmm. fashion, the movies, they only come out here like three months after it's there. Um, I'll yeah. definitely say that the tattoo industry, is, it's very saturated in South Africa. But uh, there's, there's only a handful. Look, I, I'm in no position to say who's good and who isn't. But in my own opinion, there's only a handful that are actually passionate enough and, and actually have the skills to be mm-hmm. like, you know, to be like... Pretty good at it. Pretty yeah. good at it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because look, I've, I've, I think you know, I've been getting tattooed uh, long enough to have an opinion on what's a good tattoo and what's a bad tattoo. And there's, nah, you know, there's, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of places that are. I feel like people just come in to get a paycheck at the end of the month. That they. You know, they'll take a design off the internet and just copy exactly that. And they just, uh, the love and the passion. If you don't have that, yeah, uh, you know, it shows in your work, in, in, in any yeah, industry, yeah. in any industry. You know, you, my dad's always told me, life is what you make it. You, you, you get in what you, you get out what you put in. You know, and yeah, if, you're yeah, gonna, yeah. if you're going to half-ass anything in life, you're not going to see the, the full uh, materialization of that, you know. Yeah, and people's people's energy is actually very sensitive to 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 those kind of things. Yeah, so bro. whatever whatever craft that you do, like people can 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 actually kind of sense whether or not you genuinely love what it is that you're doing or not, just off of feeling. Yeah, dude, and being around you. Yeah, bro. Like if you if if I've got someone who maybe books with me a, a month or two in advance, and I within a week I send them a design. 
and I've drawn it from scratch, bro. They appreciate things like that, bro. Yeah, you yeah. Know, they appreciate that, like you actually, con- you actually considering them. You're sitting wherever you are, and you're actually thinking about them, and you really want to make the effort. It's not just you. They show up on the day you come up. You come in. You waltz into the store half an hour later than them, and you just quickly try and throw something together. Like they, you know. They people appreciate the the small details. You know, yeah, people like effort. to feel yeah. They like to feel important. They like to feel uh, considered. They like to feel involved. Bro, that's just our human yeah. nature. You know, so in anything, in any industry, you know, yeah. if yeah, it's just how it is, man. Yeah, you said you said something crazy earlier that just got me thinking when you spoke of the connection between you as the artist and 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 uh, your client. That was mad insightful. But I want to ask you what all our listeners want to know, which is when you tattoo a a female, have you ever yeah. done any compromising positions? Like, have you ever had to go, you know, below the belt, so to put it? <laughs> uh. <laughs> Look, I've definitely, I've witnessed that happen. I myself, I think the most scandalous place I've ever tattooed a, a female is on her butt cheek. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if my girlfriend's listening to this, she will kill me. <laughs> <laughs> but I've seen like, obviously there's six artists in the shop that I work and I've seen, you know, uh, in the genitalia area, you know, People yeah. seem to That's people want tattoos there. Like uh, I personally don't understand it. I personally won't. Male, female, I don't care how much money you want to give me. I just I I don't feel comfortable myself going there. Yeah. But also, what's cool is we, uh, if that is the case, or if it's uh, you know a, a, a an area of the body where you do maybe have to remove your shirt or your pants and be in your underwear, we do have a screen. That basically covers that you and your client, uh, so the whole, so everyone else can't see you. You know, so it yeah. is private. It's at least private like that because you don't really want to be in a uh, one female in a shop of six guys in your underwear. <laughs> you know, it's, it's yeah, uncomfortable. Crazy. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and vice versa as well. I, I, I guess. Yeah, exactly, bro. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, and speaking of controversial stuff, um, would you ever ink something that you do not believe in? Like you're saying, you know, you're you're a born again uh, yeah. Christian, and like if I come to you and I say, uh, uh, kill the yeah, something right. radical like that, would you co-sign that? Yeah. No, I wouldn't, bro. Like, I, I, one of my old friends, he actually wanted to get. Do not resuscitate tattooed on his chest. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I said to him, I said, look, bro, I'm going to be honest with you. Your life is, your life means something. Your life is important. Your life is special. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I won't, I won't do that, bro. There's no, you know, yeah, I won't. Anything that goes against my belief, bro, there's no amount of money that will ever, you know, like crazy. some people, you know, like, Give him a, a sum of money; they'll do anything, bro. But yeah. you know, you've got to, as a human being uh, with moralistic standards, you've got to draw the line in the sand somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what you what you willing to allow in your life and what you aren't. You know. And that must that must take like a lot of integrity, bro. Because like, yeah, bro. Some it's people you, will just be like, "Oh, this be is money." To, yeah, you got to be willing to make the choice. Okay, well. This is 
X amount of money that I'm going to lose now and I maybe can't afford to pay with that. But that's the thing with uh, the God I serve, bro. He's, he's faithful and he, he honors things like that as well, bro. Because I've, mm. I've never been at a point where I've been at the, the end of my rope in terms of finances. Look, I'm not a wealthy man, but yeah. everything I need in my life is provided for on time every time, bro. And that's all that's, that's yeah, you know, that's all that that's matters. That's all that's important. Yeah, yeah, bro. And um, I was actually gonna say, bro, Joe and I um, we were actually watching um, a, a documentary on tattoos um, called LA Originals. It's on Netflix. Oh, I don't dude, know if you've seen I love it. that, bro. Yeah, yeah. cartoons is like one of my dude. He's one of my favorites. My favorite artists, bro. Yeah, no, it's wild. Like yeah. even like his CV, like the people he's tattooed. It's yeah, dude, it's absolutely it's ridiculous, industry, bro. Yeah, it's crazy, Literally. bro. It's crazy. Yeah, and like while I was actually watching that documentary, I was just thinking um, there are a few similarities that I saw between um, those guys when they were coming up, as well as yourself. Yeah. Um, Back in the days, bro, uh, I remember you were actually into music a lot. You were actually in a band, if I, yeah, if I can yeah. remember correctly. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I wanted to ask, like, how much music also influenced, like, your your decision or yeah. your drive to become a, a tattoo artist? Look, yeah, bro, I think I've always, I was just born with a creative mindset, bro. Like, don't get me wrong, bro, I would... If if the opportunity arised, I would join a band in a heartbeat as well, bro. Like music also is a deep passion of mine. And I've yeah. just never been, I don't believe I've been wired to have that like, how can I say that like corporate kind of mindset, bro. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and, and some people are wired that way and they love that and that's awesome. But for me, like, you know, I, I, I process information with uh, images in my yeah. head and like mm -hmm. sounds and stuff, you know? So yeah, I've just always been a kind of a, a out there, like creative kind of person, you know, don't yeah. give me, don't give me numbers and formulas and all that. I'll scratch my head forever. <laughs> yeah. And it's crazy. Cause like someone like myself, for example, who's not really, I wouldn't say I'm not creative, but I'm not like that artistic. So my yeah, creativity flows in another, in another direction. So it's very hard for 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 a person like myself to actually comprehend that that like someone can actually receive information like yeah. in terms of like imagery, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's actually crazy. And vice versa with me with someone who you know can work out the vat on freaking something, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Something yeah. like that like I'm like all right, I'll good luck with that. It's the same <laughs> thing, bro. Like we we we're all we're all created intentionally, bro. And we all were created yeah. with certain gifts and talents, bro. If everyone in the world was born an artist, then there'd be no buildings today. There'd be no roads. You Facts. know, there would be no... Everyone was created to be good at something different, bro. And that's the Fact. beauty. Yeah. That's yeah. the beauty of it, bro. Yeah, I, I like the fact that you guys spoke on, you know, the cultural dynamics of tattoos. You know, we always see them uh, on artists, you know, either it's musicians, actors or people in, in, in that space. Uh, but, you know, recent trends, we're starting to see more people in corporate with tattoos. You know, I have a, a sleeve going on here and I, I have a, a desk job, you know, I have an office job and yeah. 
yeah well, how how would you say the the corporate culture is 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 receiving tattoos are they receptive are they still anti tattoos what what's your person yeah look bro it's we definitely as the the we we keeping up with the times you know it's it's tattoos aren't as frowned upon as they maybe were 10 years ago look i, I do still say that uh you know if someone wants to get their hands face or neck tattooed uh, in yeah. our industry we call those yeah. job stoppers yeah yeah because, yeah because it does you do you do have this like this like this like uh this narrative that you this like heavy oak, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I've seen some pretty fluffy oaks with hand tattoos nowadays. <laughs> so it's becoming it's it's becoming more normalized, you know, more normalized. Yeah. But I think, yeah, it's uh, look. I do understand, you know. Uh, you don't. I do understand the whole, you know. If someone wants to be in a corporate environment, don't get your flipping face tattooed. You know. That's why. Also, I have a. Coming back to the whole integrity, I'll never tattoo someone's hands, neck, or face for their first tattoo. I yeah. believe, yeah. I believe you like almost need to earn it. You you need to have a few tattoos before we can get to that stage. You know? What yeah. I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that pain chart, hey. There's that pain chart. So <laughs> neck and face. <laughs> yeah, bro. Let me tell but, you. But like, like, yeah, go carry on. No, no, no. Sorry to cut you off. Continue. Uh, yeah, bro. Like. Uh, speaking about pain threshold bro like uh you know there's a i wouldn't say a dark side but there's a you know like every job there's a you know there's there's some uh complications to every industry and i just want to quickly touch on that i think it'll be interesting for people to know like as much as i love what i do and it's my passion you know there are some frustrations like you know i seem to always for the last two months get the most jumpy clients ever bro like and they always want to get tattooed in the most difficult places the ribs the collarbone the (laughs) neck and i'm just like oh it's your first like you're not i know you're not gonna sit for this bro like yeah and it, it also it makes the experience difficult for you because you know this person's in pain and you know you don't want to carry on because it's yeah it's not nice to see so most of the time you don't even get to finish the tattoo and also you know before the needle like even touches them they're like jumping you don't want to pull a you don't want to pull like a skew line or something like that bro like i've had some like i always laugh at when i see the other guys in my shop having those clients but when it happens to me bro like yo and and that's when you need to you also need to bring that professionalism you can't Yeah, you can't just yeah. get angry at them and tune them. Like you have to keep calm. You know, when you design something ten times for someone and they say that don't like it ten times, uh, <laughs> you know it's 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 tough, bro. Uh, when you spend hours drawing something and you send it to them and they're like, yeah, I don't actually like any of it, and you have to mm. start from scratch. Like that's also where that that professionalism and people skills comes in. So, yeah, it's not just all. It's not all like glitz and glamour, the tattoo industry. You know, it's it's there are challenges like in any career. Yeah. But it's also, look, it's it's also exposed um, the worst parts of myself in the best way. You know, it's it's exposed sides of me that I, I've seen that I need to change, um, like in terms of my patience with people, um, mm. not always, 
you know, having a sarcastic uh, response back because I'm always, I'm a very opinionated person and I like to, I don't like to be told what's what kind that's of thing. Why you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why yeah. you're here. That's why you And it's definitely humbled me. So, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely, uh, I can say my, the tattoo industry has uh, helped me build some kind of character as well, which is awesome. Crazy. Yeah. And bro, like, do you ever get like um, a sense of like frustration? Like you said, like when you're tattooing someone, right? And they maybe get a tattoo in an area for the first time that's very sensitive. Um, let's say you can't like actually finish that tattoo and it yeah. ends up not looking as great as you intended for it to be. Do you get a level of frustration? Because yeah, when that person leaves that shop, that's like, that's your work. You know what I'm bro, saying? That has happened to me more times than I'd like to admit, bro. Let me, I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, so I was, it was a Sunday and I was, uh, I was tattooing, uh, probably did about five tattoos that day, bro. And it wasn't quick ones. It was probably like two and a half hours at a time. So at the end of the day, you know, I was spent, bro. Like my mind was just, I felt like, like mentally, physically, I was just exhausted. And this, these people came in, there was three of them. And then she, she was feeling spontaneous. She wanted a tattoo. So I schemed, okay, lacquer, you know, uh, I don't mind. It's it's extra money I'm making. And she wanted the word fearless on her back. So, yeah. I, so normally I also like to be prepared. Like I like to a few days, take designing it, make little tweaks. Yeah. So this is the first time I was actually like put on the spot. Like, okay, draw it up, put it there and all of that. So I drew it up, put the stencil on her. She looked at it. The other two people all had a look at it. I looked at it. Uh, Tattoo was done. Oh, they lo- she loved it. Everyone was cool. Everyone was happy. Bro, two hours later, I get a message. Dude, it is spelled wrong, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, put two, I put two L's. I put two oh, L's in it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my dude, goodness. I wanted the world to swallow me alive, bro. It's crazy the number of tattoos are misspelled. Like, it's, it's just crazy. And to think it's permanent. Look, you can always touch up and fix it, but... Lucky I found a way to like kind of fix it. So like to just add more like maybe filigree and like a rose there to like make it look like it's one L. But also how there's four people checked, looked at that tattoo. How did no one see? No one. Everyone said it was, it was okay. One word, it was one word. It wasn't a whole like sentence or like script. It was one Word hearted, bro. She even still tuned out. Do you think we should make it a bit bigger, you know? And like, <laughs> how did no one pick that up? That's what baffled me. I was like, yo. Yeah, that's no, that's I thought I'd just share that funny story, bro. Like the. No, that's crazy. And you know, yeah. the thing is like, the thing is like, I'm sure, I'm pretty sure that like, people wouldn't actually notice. Like if she walked around like at a party or. Yeah. Like outside, no one would notice, but she's going to notice and it's going to bother yeah. her, like waking up every morning and seeing. Yeah, shame, bro. She was, she was absolutely traumatized because, you know, at the end of the day, it is on you for life. And yeah. if, like, at the end of the day, I'm responsible for how that tattoo turns out. So whether they picked it up or not, I can't say, yeah, but you also didn't. You know what I mean? So I really made yeah. sure to make her a top priority, you know, just ease her mind, be like, you know, it is fixable. Don't worry about it. And because it was also like her first tattoo, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. um, Crazy. 
Yeah, bro. So that after that day, literally, I I write the word out first. I double check the spelling, do the design <laughs> before I put it the stencil on. I make sh- them check it, approve it, and then I go, bro. Like I learned my lesson that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, nah, but I think everyone has to make mistakes in order to 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 go like get yeah, forward dude. in life, get ahead in life. You, you can't know? you can't go through life not messing up at all it's that's not possible no matter what you do yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think mistakes are the greatest uh indication of progress so they put exactly, it dude, yeah. exactly no definitely and, definitely. Be- and before we let you go i just want to ask tito tito would you ever get a tattoo i was actually like before we ended the show actually i had actually planned this to ask the both of you actually okay what it is i have to do to mentally prepare because i've been fighting this battle for for time bro for a long time, you know, I've gotten piercings before, but that that doesn't count, bro. You know, it it, it kind of counts. It's it's still body art. It's I a step. Like piercings. A step. I feel like piercings hurt more than tattoos, bro. You reckon? Yeah, oh. definitely. So so so, what is what would you guys say it is that I need to do, to to do like to prepare? Or must I just? I don't know, it man. Just just. I'm scared of needles. I think. Bro, That's the thing the is, this sounds weird, but I'm also scared of needles. Like, <laughs> that like, sounds wrong. Like, let, let let me go. Let me go and like get an injection or something. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Like, I do not. Yeah, bro. Like, just to get a shot in my bum, bro. Like, I I hate it. That's bro. the worst. I, That's I, the I worst. clench. I can't stand it. You know. And the thing is, I think a lot of people over psych. They psych themselves out before they do it, bro. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any advice I'd give you, just carefully consider what you want because it is on you for life. Uh, mm-hmm. For your first tattoo, don't get something huge. Yeah. And uh, cons- carefully consider the placements as well. Like the, the, the best, especially for a male, the best uh, place for a first tattoo would probably be somewhere on the arms, bro. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like that's one of the, the easiest parts to get tattooed, like the less painful, you know? Yeah. And, and- – nah. And sorry, Todd, I was just going to say, like, my my only advice is start small. You know, I've, I've, yeah. I've seen people go for these massive pieces and you, you <laughs> don't know how the pain is. You, you can't really yeah. gauge it. So just start small yeah. and see something you can endure. And then, yeah, go bigger. So it's actually addictive. Eh? So once you start, chances yeah. are you won't stop. Yeah. Nah, nah. I'll definitely think about it. I think, Justin, you'll probably be the person to actually do it. Yeah, I'd, I'd be absolutely honored um, to do that for you. Homie. Once, once I'm mentally prepared, but I think I yeah. should actually stop thinking about it too much and just, you know. Also, don't overthink it. I feel like people they overthink it, bro. And then, you know, I, I, like if someone comes into the sh- shop and they they seem indecisive. I'd rather just say, look, let's rather not do it because you don't want, you get yeah, it and then yeah. on the way home, you're like, hey, Marra, I don't like, you know, <laughs> like, I don't like this thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Nah, Joe, I don't know about you, bro, but like, like my, I wouldn't say I completely know about the tattoo world, but like, like I got a lot of insight and, like some of the things that you said, bro, very, very insightful, you know, things I never actually thought about with regards to the tattoo world and the industry and stuff like that. Yeah, bro. Justin was just mad insightful, bro. Like it's, it's crazy how, how, 
you know, you see a person, you know, he's all tatted up. He's just this carefree guy. And the minute he opens his mouth, it's just like, where's this coming from, bro? Yeah. <laughs> that, that was, that's insane, bro. Uh, but Jesse, before we let you go, bro, um, where, 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 where do you see yourself, you know, in the next five years and it, within the industry or just your career development as, a, as, as an artist? Like, just take us through that. Uh, yeah, look, bro, fortunately, that's, this is something I think deeply about on a day-to-day basis, so I can happily answer that. Um, look, the, the style of tattooing I, I enjoy is uh-huh. very, very big in Europe. So I see myself, uh, you know, in, in Europe in the next five years, you know, because ultimately I'm a huge football fan, like you know, like fo- football, music, and art are my three passions in life. And the music I listen to, the football team I support, and the tattoo artist I love are all in Europe and the oh, UK, okay. the UK specifically. So I would like to end up there. But who knows? You know, that's the thing. You can have all these plans for your life and uh, you can go completely different. All I know is that as long as I'm making beautiful art on people's skin, no matter where I am, that's uh yeah that's me satisfied eh? yeah, yeah. no nah, that's definitely awesome bro like yeah. we we really appreciate you taking time out of your day to no come problem, down bro. thanks so much for having have me a, have a conversation with us and you're always welcome bro like like yeah. i said you like cool, family man. to me cool so bro. yeah man you're always welcome to come on the show and um yeah bro i look i look i look forward to speaking with you again in the future once i've learned other things you know yeah sweet bro no, well. no stress no stress this is a man you need to you need to stay in touch with them bro every every six months you need to come back and just spread <laughs> spread this wisdom bro if, if yeah. we ever if there's ever a podcast on uh football talk bro yeah i'll nah, go that's for, coming i'll go for three hours straight i'm telling <laughs> you nah that's coming that'll come that'll definitely it's, come it's definitely cool. in the pipeline yeah yeah I'm ready to uh, hide, bro. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just tell our listeners quickly where they can find you, your Instagram, your Twitter, oh, yeah, where's sure. your shop? Uh, so my name's Justin Rebo. Uh, my Instagram handle is Justin underscore tattoos 11. And yeah, my Facebook is just my name and surname. It's uh, Justin R-E-A-B-O-W for sure. Sick. Sick, sick, sick. Nah, great episode, guys. And um, yeah, I really hope the listeners will enjoy this one. I'm sure that they will. For sure. Peace. Peace out. Audi, shut.